Hello and welcome to this Board Game Life episode number 57 titled Crowdfunding Mania. This is a show about uh, board games, tabletop games, uh, I guess crowdfunding this time and anything else we feel like talking about at any particular moment. I am one of your fine hosts for today. My name is Rob and with me as as always, I got my good buddy Mark. Hey Rob, how's it going? This fine board gaming week. It's uh, super fantastico. How about that? Does that sound good? Sure. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah it hasn't been a super great uh, week for me for board gaming. I haven't had, I haven't gotten anything to the table, and oh, plus the people that I game with are they're traveling and stuff so fired that's it yeah (laughs) yeah and uh i went and i visited uh some family and i brought over uh sea salt and paper which uh i got and then i also brought azul and there was one more thing i don't remember what it is there was a third game and uh we wound up getting none of them to the table we just sat around and talked and stuff Talking which is overrated. i know i know but uh yeah so i sadly had to bring them home and i actually use that uh i don't know if you remember um there's that one remember when franco bought like all those games uh-huh where? Like in that big <laughs> that big bundle. I was gonna say, like you remember when Mark bought those all those games and Rob bought all those games because we all bought a bunch of games. But yeah, he got that like bundle and it came in this thing called a bag of holding and he gave it to me and I'm like, this thing is freaking awesome. It's like a little um you know, it's you know how they have those like I'll call them recyclable or reusable shopping bags. Yeah. They're made out of that one material. It's like a woven something. Yeah. They sell them at the store for like a buck. Right. Or so <laughs> I've usually used those. And this is like sturdy construction. And it opens up to the size of like a, you know, your standard ticket to ride box. And it's got a zipper top. And it's like, oh, nice. uh, yeah, this thing is nice. I mean, it, if you've got smaller games, I guess it's not that great for that but maybe you shouldn't be taking small games by people's houses just take the big boys exactly yeah the big meaty games the heavy games and that's the other thing it's like a nice thick woven material so it uh it can handle a little bit of punishment and everything doesn't fly out because you know with an open top something will spill in the car that is a guarantee (laughs) at least i found but uh Hopefully, it's been a much better uh, gaming week for you. W- what have you been doing? Um, it's, uh, yeah, the last two weeks, I've gotten some stuff in, some new things. Um, I did place in some familiar stuff. So, Take Five, Point Salad, um, those are, you know, kind of our warm-ups, if you will, or or game enders for the night on our game groups, but um, got to play Clank Catacombs again with a new group. Um, I picked up, and I, I wasn't going to either. 
I'm so stupid. I didn't even, I played this next game at Gen Con. I'm like, this is so dumb. But then I ended up picking it up because I was like, well, this will be something that, you know, my mother might like. And so I got Dixit's Disney edition. And, oh, uh, she liked it. She won. But I'm like, I bet I never play this again. I just, I don't understand the whole Dixit fascination. Because it's the same game. It's just with Disney cards. It's just like, I don't really understand this. But um, got to play more Planet Unknown. Love that. Um, one thing I'm excited, I was um, watching someone do a solo playthrough. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going to do this. So I'm hoping this weekend that I'll get some time to actually sit down and play it um, a solo run on Planet Unknown. And they have these event cards that come into play when you're playing a solo to do things. And I think you're trying to hit a certain score by the end of the game. Okay. Um, yeah. And these event cards can work for or against you. So I'm I'm looking forward to giving that a shot. I really love Planet Unknown. Um I got to play Deep Rock Galactic, the board game. Nice. Oh, several times stone. now. For Rock and Stone, yes. Oh, a couple of times? Yes, we played it. So um, I got to play it. Let's see. I think the last time I talked to you, then I brought it to my game night this last Wednesday and played it. Got to play a couple of rounds, a couple of missions. Um, played it again last night um, because one of the one of the ladies in my group was looking at that. It's currently um, on a Kickstarter and she knows she knows that I have talked about it, so she was interested in it. And so we had five people, so I had I sat out, but let everyone else play it last night. And uh, I did the rolling for the for the bugs, and um, but uh, that way she got a chance to actually play it and determine if she really wanted to spend the massive amount of money that the current Kickstarter issue. It's it's a very expensive game. Um, and, uh, but yeah, it's, it's a fun game and I enjoyed watching, uh, my friends run through it, um, and doing a mission. So it's, it's a lot of fun. I like it. Also, so, I, so oh, the fact ahead. that you were watching, how, how was it watching them? Did you feel compelled to be like that alpha gamer? Like do this, do that, do that. Or did you just sit back, I, chill uh, and relax? No, I don't. I think I think I'm really good about not being the alpha gamer because there there's some very good gamers in this group. And well, everyone's more experienced than I am anyways. But I did mention a couple of times. I'm like, just here's some other options since like a couple people, two of the people had never played it before. The other two were had played it with me for the first time last week. So um, everyone was pretty fresh to the game. So I would just mention a couple of things that could be done. Yeah, um, that was cool. But I, you know, it was just like, that's it. You know, no, I was happy to sit and watch them do and play how they wanted. And, um, yeah, it was, it was fun. We had some new creatures come out that we hadn't had before. So, um, it's, uh, it was interesting. It was just fun. And they, they won it. They got out, they completed the mission. So, mm -hmm. but, uh. It's it's a really really good game. It's very expensive. Um, you really gotta like the, and I think it's just because there's so many miniatures. You know, it's uh, but the the game, the board, the character boards are that 
what do you call them? Like double layered cardboard? Yeah. Is that what? Yeah, I mean it's it's a quality game. It's um it's a huge box. It's very very well made and designed. They did not cheap out on anything. So and I'll talk more about it later, but um did get to play that some more um and i will say this this playing this and getting this to the table has got me to back to the video game and i know rob you and i both got to play the video game uh just the other day because we were playing it together well we played it a couple times now right this last week yeah. mm-hmm. didn't we do it two different nights and um so we got back into the video game and it was interesting so we both uh are I, well, I, you're playing on xbox right or are you yes. on PC? Okay. Because I, I know you have the PC version of this too, right? Yeah. I mean, we all do. It's in Game Pass. <clears throat> oh, that's right. Both um, but I think we bought the game a long time ago, right? Mm-hmm. Before, I think yeah. before it came out. Um, but I, we I popped OG. an achievement. Yeah, I popped an achievement the other day and I was like, huh, wonder when the last time I popped an achievement. And I went back and I looked so I got one on like September 29th, 2023. The next one before that was January 1st, 2021. <laughs> wow. So it was like two and a half years later. Happy New Year. to the game. And uh, well, yeah, it was interesting that it was on January 1st. Um, but uh, yeah, it was like, I really haven't. I mean, I've played it since then, but I hadn't popped an achievement. So that was probably around the time that, we were getting close to not playing it as much as we did. And I definitely, like it got uninstalled and there's so much to this game. Now there's so many new things they've put in. Um, it's pretty crazy. So, but uh, yeah, the board game got me back into the video game. So, and it's such a, such a great game and I'm so tempted to get the board <laughs> game. Cause I, I love, that is one of my favorite games of all time. Like no joke. And um, I I just don't know how often I could get it to the table. It's now, a, gonna be a tough one, unless yeah. you. I I I picture it this way. This is gonna be one of those. Um, what do you call it? Like a Gloomhaven type of thing. Because yeah. you can play it. Now, it's not as many missions. There's only, I think, 17 missions. And then, of course, now with the with the new Kickstarter that's currently going on until October oh, that's 16th, right. yeah. you do have expansions, and there will be more missions and stuff. So you can do like a Gloomhaven style, which in, in the video game, we call them deep dives. Well, they, they are in the, in, in the actual board game, they call You can do a deep dive and basically just go from mission to mission and keep everything that you've collected, like your add-ons and stuff like that. Um, and don't go back to quote the rig. You basically go right into the next mission. So you set up the board and you just go right on and you keep all your stuff. Um, otherwise it's kind of like you pick your mission, but you're starting out fresh each time. So, but it, you know, if you're playing with the group and you can remember what you had, you can just stretch your, your, you're gaming out, but you could probably go through all 17 missions. Probably. Well, I don't know how, how they do rank up and get harder as you go. So you're going to want to try to keep those upgrades and things like that going. But again, it's not like a hundred missions like Gloomhaven. It was, I think 95 main and yeah. 
even more than that, I think, side missions or something. This is like 17. So, um, but it it is one, I think, that you you can't, I'm pretty sure you cannot do it solo. Uh, I wouldn't want to. I don't even like playing the video game solo. But you do get, um, you can because I know they do have a rule book for it or there's a part because you do get Bosco um, as a companion. Okay. Um, that can help you just like in the video game. So I haven't tried it solo, but I would imagine you really wouldn't want to play this board game solo. I it, It's just one of those that you really need. It's so beneficial to have the other dwarfs in the game to ever making use of everybody's special abilities. That's what really, you know, working together as a team to like, oh, you can't jump across the chasm here. The engineer's going to throw a platform out so you can go across. You know, oh, you're you're stuck over here. Well, let the driller drill out that stalagmite so you can get around or go through it or drill into the un, unexplored area and whatnot. And just, you know, there's a lot of uh, different things that each of them bring to make it a more enjoyable experience. And it is a lot of fun with other people yeah. and it you're, you're, I don't remember the actual term. So when you do your move and everyone's like waiting their turn, is that asynchronous? So like you take well, your move and then when you're done, then the next person takes their moves and you know, so when everybody takes their turns at the same time that's um oh now you must be up with your asynchronous that's uh simultaneous well i, simultaneous I kept hearing the play. word like asynchronous play well that's that's where not everybody's the same that's usually how that refers to things for example like you know in some of the superhero games where you're different superheroes and let's say you're like battling each other or something like that. If, you know, Superman has, you know, flying x-ray vision, whatever, laser vision, whatever they call it. <clears throat> and then, you know, Spider-Man has web thing and <laughs> web thing. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he shoots his webs and swings around. That's asynchronous where not everybody's the same kind of okay i think i think that's what that refers to well this 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 is um okay so you're you're each player plays at that them they do their turn by themselves okay. then when at their the turn is time. done no no one person does their turn they get three um actions so they can move they can combat they can mine they can excuse me, do all these different actions. Um, and when they're done with their turn, they flip an event card and that's what will determine like if the, if the um, bugs move the monsters, whatever you want, I always keep calling them bugs. Cause most of them are bugs. Um, if the bugs move, um, what not, what happens? Um, and then, um, then the next player does their turns. So it's, uh, and it just, at the end of their turn, they pull the event card again. And, and at some point, you will get a swarm. Um, so there's a track that will keep moving that swarm track up. And uh, um, and it does, it makes it harder and the bigger bigger guys can come out. You get more, more bugs on the map. And 
So you have limited health and ammunition, and then you have to call the supply drop in to get more. And so it's, uh, and there are different hazard levels, just like in the video games, so you can make it harder. Now we've been playing on the easiest mode, which takes it longer for a, um, a swarm to, to happen, but you can certainly start at a different hazard levels, which happen, which basically means the swarms are going to happen faster. So Okay. That's kind of really the only difference, but it it's a fantastic game. I, you know, I know how much you like the game and I'd be like, yeah, go for it. But it, it is a lot of money and we can talk about that here in yeah. a minute. So, um, but anyways, I, I did uh, I was, also, I was just going to mention real quick. I did check BGG and, uh, there are a few, um, like, homemade fan made whatever you want to call missions available so oh yeah yeah yeah, so people did make their own and they shared them with the with the case so that's kind of cool um also played a zombicide gear up which is a zombicide flip and write game um Mm -hmm. it's kind of fun um it's very, very different, but it's still in the Zombicide universe. That's a flipping right for Zombicide. And then played some Sushi Go um, okay. last night with my group. So, But that's it. That's what I've got oh, in this week. I almost forgot I was going to ask you because uh, I thought of this while you were talking. Maybe there is one thing that will make me get it. Is there a bulk detonator <laughs> in the game? <laughs> there is... Um, there is a uh, what is it called an exploder? Let me look so up the, the different creatures so, that does so that's explode. The little one. Those are the little that's ones. The, I that's think. the little one. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if there's a bulk detonator. So um, the bulk de- detonator is like the midsize, and then there's the big mama jamo. That's that's it, the one oh, that leaves the huge there's, hole. There's the <laughs> there's a bulk detonator mini expansion. Okay. In the new Kickstarter. So yes, it's not currently in their game, but I Ooh. it is I am backing it. Um and there's also the Corlock Tyrant Weed mini expansion um that's being added in. So so while we're on this, let me let me just uh let me just let me just let's just go right into this because uh uh we're on it and we might as well keep talking about it. So Deep Rock Galactic, the the game, uh, I, my understanding is it's not easy to find. Um, so what they are doing is they're now putting out a uh, what they call their space rig and biome expansions. This um, is currently open on Kickstarter uh, for another 12 days. Today is the 3rd of October, so another 12 days after that. Um, it, let's see... Looks like uh, Monday, October 16th um, is when it will end. So if you're listening to this and are interested, um, uh, be sure to sign up before then. But so what is in this game or what is available in this Kickstarter? So they have two different expansions. Um, The first one is what they call the Space Rig Expansion. It's going to add two new mission types. It's going to allow you to escort the drill dozer and do a liquid Morkite processing, which I'm really interested to see. And they show pictures of it, Rob, and I'm really interested to see how this is going to work 
in the board game. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, um, the space rig also introduces a wealth of new content that's going to allow you to tackle assignments, complete secondary challenges, um, somehow enhance your team and engage in two entirely two mission types, which those were what I mentioned. There's also a campaign mode. So it's a mission progression system. Oh, wow. Warnings and modifiers, secondary challenges, and lasting upgrades. So I already see, you know that stupid we call the roly-poly? Yeah. It looks like that thing's in here. Oh, um, boy. I'm seeing a picture of it. Unless it's, unless it's something else, um, this might be... Oh, you know what that might be? Oh, I bet you that's not the roly-poly. That's for the escort, the drill dozer mission, where it goes up to that big ball and then it starts drilling. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because those laser turrets are right next. So they're just kind of put everything on this. That's that's what that is. Um, so then they have assignments. So you can set out on assignments generated by the missions deck. Um, warnings will be added as you progress, making the missions more challenging and adding a new layer of replayability. Um, mentioned the um, mission type. So you got to get the invaluable Omeron Heartstone core and then defend the drill dozer by any means. There's the processing, some secondary challenges. There's a bunch of upgrades. And that's just that one expansion. Then the second expansion. Now, again, this is expensive because these all have miniatures and there's a lot. And the yeah. miniatures are really good quality. I mean, this is, uh, I think that's really, like I said before, this this whole game is, very high quality. So it's, in my opinion, I don't regret the money I spent buying the original game. And I'm going basically almost completely all in on the expansions. Um, but the second one is a biome expansion, and it gives you four new biome types, new creatures, new missions, and special eliminate dreadnought missions, which... Rob, we love yeah. those, don't we? <laughs> oh yeah, that's yeah my favorite. Maybe uh -huh. toss in a least in there somewhere. Yeah, in that sentence. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the new biomes are going to actually introduce new challenges. So like, there's the magma core. So some of the tiles are going to have like the the lava basically on them, so you can't jump on them. There's the fungus bogs, which will have all that green goop, which is bad for you. Uh, there's the glacial strata, which is like you can slide around on the ice. And then there's one called Azure Wield. Um, that's that purplish glowy thing. So I don't I don't know what that biome specifically is going to add to the game um, other than just new locations and different. Because like right now, you're basically you're kind of if you're used to the video game, when every time you go down, you're like you're in a different biome and in the original board game it's kind of like you're just drilling through like you're in a basic one now it's set up different but everything's the same it's just like a general cave biome so this is going to add all these different tiles and different um, options um, and then of course it's got a bunch of new creatures uh, it's going to add in the sting tail and the rammer um, Let's see. Then we got some biome hazards that are going to be added. Um, so there's a miniatures and then different tiles that will do different things um, that are going to, that you're going to have to avoid. Um, all right. So those are kind of uh, what, those are the main things. 
So then you get into the pledges. So if you want just like the space rig or the biome expansion, it's uh, it's eighty five dollars approximately because it's in a um, where is this coming from? Uh, even the 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 little thing is like looks like the like a C with a, like a two slashes through the middle of it. Um, is that euros maybe? So yeah. Okay, so it's like 80 euros or approximately 85 US dollars um, for each expansion. So each expansion is like 85 bucks. So getting both, you're now looking at $150 just for the two expansions. Then they've got the expansion bundle for $203, which adds in that bulk detonator mini expansion and the core lock tyrant weed mini expansion. Um, now there's the collector's choice. I think this is the one. Yeah, this is the one I did. And this one's $250. This gives you both expansions. You get a Memorial Hall dwarf um, miniature. It's gold colored injected that fits on the space rig. Um, that's a Kickstarter exclusive. You do get uh, the two mini expansions. You also get eight mixed missions that combine the biome with the space rig mission types. You get four beer coasters <laughs> oh, um, nice. with the different beers from the game uh, listed. Oh, um, you nice. do get a uh, dice tray. So rock and stone dice tray. You also get the STL files. So, Oh, wow. So if you want to print, for you know, if you have a 3D printer, you can print out your own miniatures. Um, and then you also get um all the expansion tokens are gonna be in plastic instead of cardboard. So um, but that now that's $250 and that doesn't include the base game. Yeah, which you do have to have to play. <laughs> so it like I said, it's really expensive. Now, if you missed out, they do have a newcomer section here and for the newcomers they got several different ones they're going to include the deluxe base game in the campaign but it's going to be a second edition version um it says we only have a small number of first edition deluxe base games left they are available on the website at moodpublishing.com um so if you are interested in just trying to get the base game you might want to check there i don't know what their cost is um, or you can, the second edition of, of the base game is going to be printed a long time, the expansions. So to get the deluxe base game plus some art prints is $133. Um, if you want the newcomer plus both expansions, that's $257. So really it's not bad you know, I don't. I, I mean, it's still very expensive for a game. I um, mean, I'm paying two fifty, but I'm getting a lot of other stuff now. If you wanted the the one that I'm getting, plus the all the additional little stuff with the STL files and all the expansions, that's going to run you three hundred and fifty three dollars. Um, yeah. Now they do add in another mini expansion called Goo from Above that is not it's not available like in the one that i bought 
but it is an add-on that I did add on to my campaign. So there's, so like I'm, I'm paying more than what I said. Cause I, I'm also buying that as well. So, but the, the Kickstarter page shows you some great visuals of everything that's in this game. And, um, it's a lot of fun. So that being said, very expensive. So I'm going to share something with you. So I had, when well, I mentioned that I, we played this last night with my gaming group. One of, one of the ladies was very interested and was looking at this. Well, after she played the game, her comment was, I liked the game, but I'm not going to kickstart it because it doesn't, in her words, was it didn't do anything different or unique that she does. You know, it's she's like, it's just another dungeon crawler. And she's got, you know, she owns Gloomhaven and Frosthaven and, you know, so she kind of felt it was like way too much money to to buy yeah. for something that, you know, for her and what her collection is, doesn't give her anything new. And like for me, I love the video game. I it, It's and I really do like the board game. Um, so I'm going all in and getting it. But it's so, you know, it, it's tough to. You know, for you, Rob, I'd say, yeah, do it, you know. Go, yeah. go get it. Go get, go in, go all in, buy the, uh, get that. Was it, how much was that one? The newcomers. The one that I was looking at was like three thirty, and it's like, oh, yeah. So I that's just, the, that's, that's a tough one. <clears throat> 300, oh, 353, 353. Oh, yeah. is it? Okay. Yeah. So that's the base game, the expansions, all, all the mini stuff, everything. Yeah, you get all that stuff for three fifty three. So, and it is so that so the thing is, I know how much you enjoy this game, and that's why I'm like, yes, get it. Yeah. However, how often will you get to play it? Probably once a year when when uh, when we, we have our when little we, yeah we when get we together yeah. yeah. So <laughs> that could be the could be the issue for you. Yeah. Um, but. You know, yeah. So that that's um, it's a tough one, and I think this is this is gonna, this is a really good start because it kind of launches us into what our topic is today. We so we titled the show "Crowdfunding Mania," and it's kind of like I've, I've been having some conversations with some people, and it's just like, and I was talking with you, Rob, earlier, and it was just like kind of wanted to know i thought we should share our like most excited maybe our top five crowdfunding projects that we have backed that we're most excited to get in our hands but then talk about crowdfunding as a whole like what's good about it what's bad about it why do we do this because i, I dumped this money out now come on the 16th they're going to take that 250 300 whatever it is that i've put into this what was my what was my pledge? Um, and then I gotta wait till basically September of next year. Yeah, wait a year to get it if it's on time. So I've pledged two hundred ninety one pounds. So I think that's over three hundred dollars for me. So because, like I said, I also did a uh, I bought that little goo expansion. So I want it all. It's like I want it all. Um, so. But anyways, this is so kind of like another thing of 
trying to get Rob to, to commit to it um, because I love it and I know he loves it. Yeah. And I think the game is really fun to play. And I think it really, they really did a great job of turning a video game into a board game. But on a, on a larger note, this is something that, you know, for people and fans um, that are into the hobby of board gaming, if you got this, I got to have everything like I had with, um, I had this once before. Um, in fact, the game is still on my Kickstarter page as a backed out or a, well, unsuccessful Marvel United multiverse. I've got a whole bunch of Marvel United games. And I was like, yeah, and I, I we kind of liked the original. So I bought a whole bunch and then this Kickstarter came out and I was like, yeah. And then it was like every other day, but we've now added this and we've now added this and at the end of it was like $500. And I was like, I had to cancel it. I'm oh like, yeah, that's ridiculous. Right. But there are people that are like, I want it all. And that's kind of the way I feel about Deep Rock Galactus. Like I want everything. I knew when I heard it was coming that I'm getting it. I'm getting it all of it. Uh, same with Dice Throne. There's a new Dice Throne one coming out on October 17th. I already know I'm going all in no matter what it costs. But it's like, oh, this is killing me. So I thought it would be good to kind of talk about some different things. So before we get into the negative side or the comments, why don't we go ahead and share? Why don't we go back and forth with our we'll go through our five lists. Well, why don't we start at number five? You give your five, I'll give my five. You give your four, I'll give my back and forth. We'll work yeah. our way up to our most, most anticipated one that we've, that we're waiting. So what we'll start there and then we'll get into the kind of crowdfunding topic. Okay. Yeah. So I've actually got mine backwards. <laughs> I, the list I, I do too. I yeah. do too. Yeah. Okay. So, um, I'll say the first one that I'm really looking forward to is uh, a game called Inventions, uh, Evolution of Ideas. So this is a uh, a new game by Carl Chedek. Um, just makes some amazing games. Love them. I will introduce you to at least one of them at some point. Okay. <laughs> they are known for not great art. Even when they have like multiple versions later, uh, reprints and stuff like that, it's still not great art. But but the games are awesome. They're very unique. There's like nothing like them, and uh, they're really enjoyable. So I'm I'm definitely looking forward to that. And now that I think about it, I probably I, I should probably say like uh, when I'm gonna be expecting this bad boy because. Uh, Oh yeah, that's Let's a see. Yeah, because um, here it is. Inventions. Oh, I'm sorry, I messed this up. Uh, yeah, you did. This is yeah. It's this is uh, <laughs> a, a different game. That was innovation. Uh, Inventions evolution of ideas is by uh, Vital Lacerda. Um, it makes some uh, amazing games. Very beefy games and uh i was thinking of, yeah i was thinking of innovation which is another one oh <laughs> that uh, i backed recently so inventions innovations <laughs> it sounds similar <laughs> but um yeah it's um it's done by vital lacerda uh eagle griffin games seems to publish a 
most of his uh, most of his titles. They're very big games. Unfortunately, they come in these huge boxes, which gets to be annoying after a while because of <laughs> shelf space. But uh, the artwork is also by an artist uh, named Ian O'Toole. So um, I, I don't know if you've started paying attention to those, you know. So there's the designers that make the games. There's, so there's really like three things that I pay attention to games. There's a designer, of course. There's the artist, which always helps because I have a couple of my favorite artists. Ian O'Toole is one of them. Uh, Michael Menzel is another one that I really enjoy, his artwork. Uh, that, that tends to be more on the Euro side. And then uh, publishers. So Eagle Griffin is is pretty decent. They come up with good stuff. And let me see. When is this expected? That's a... No, I'm curious. Where does it show that? Yeah, some of them are tough to find. <laughs> yeah. Where the when they're going to... And of course, it's not like, you know, well, then if they're going to be on time or not. That's the whole other question. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. You're, I think it's under. Is it under the campaign page? Um, if you're, if it's on Kickstarter, if you look at your projects, that will have the date. Um, under the reward, it gives you the estimated yeah, date. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because um, I was looking at uh, a different section. Game found. Well, you have to go. I think into the campaign to find it. Let's see. It doesn't do it on your projects page. February 2024. Okay. So definitely looking forward to that. Yeah. In a, that innovation, yeah, not innovations. There I go again. That um, inventions. <laughs> no. no. I'm totally messed up. The Carl Chudik game. That's uh, that didn't go through Kickstarter. It went through another system. Oh, because there's a couple, right? They're fracturing. Um, it's by Asmati Games. I got to look it up right now. Let's see how well my email search looks. <laughs> it's Asmati, not Asmaday. Asmaday. Yeah, innovation. That's it. <laughs> Innovation Ultimate <laughs> is the other one. Maybe I'll... So maybe, yeah. What? So one of these that you've talked about is is like your number fifth most? So... Or is it your say, number one most? So, so this is number five. I'm, I'm working my way down. Okay. And, uh, okay. Yeah, the so, Innovation okay. Ultimate, I would say, is probably number six. Okay. But I confuse the two. Innovation. Yeah, no, I get, I, I get that. Yeah. How about you? All right. So my number five most anticipated, and this and this is only at the bottom of my top five, and it really it's because I already own the game. <laughs> um, but I love it so much. It's Planet Unknown with the Supermoon expansion. So uh, we talked about this before. You and I both missed this Kickstarter. And I ended up buying the game when I was at um, Gen Con because they had it. But um, I absolutely want the second um, reprint of the deluxe edition. So the 
the the main thing is, and this is from Adam's Apple Games, and what I really want from the second one is that it has a lazy. So the, the lazy Susan I've talked about this comes in the game original the game the, the game that bleh, the original game. But what they found is if you store your games like upright, vertical, and not horizontal, yes, then all the tiles will fall out of Lazy Susan. <laughs> so oh, they they're fall actually, out of everything, not just the Lazy yeah. Susan. <laughs> so um, they're the set, the reprint. They've got a uh, a lid that's going to go on the Lazy Susan to keep everything um, in it. So this is from, and I think it's Game Trays that makes the Lazy Susan, I guess, and they're now adding a lid for the Susan. So um, the also this. Um, and I was already in this before I bought it, but it was one of those things I so badly wanted to play this game that I bought it. So I, and I do not regret it. I absolutely love planet unknown. Still think it should have won the, uh, spiel thing. Would you? Oh yeah. <laughs> but don't get me started. <laughs> yeah. Um, hey, I shared that. Well, never mind. I'm going off track, but, um, so also this reprint is giving the, giving us the limited deluxe edition, so um, it's going to have like the upgraded rover and um, like right now the life pods and the asteroids are just wooden, which are still nice, but they're going to be like upgraded to like the, um, what are they like resin or plastic like shaped and, you know, so they, they look really cool. I've seen the pictures of them. Um, plus you're getting this new expansion. Um, the Supermoon expansion is going to be included in that. So um, it's like, yep, I'm all in. Um, this one comes out April of 2024. And um, yeah, I, I am so excited. It's like, I'll just give the, I'll give um, my current version away to someone in my group uh, when this new one comes out. So I don't, I won't regret it, but yeah, the, they're plastic. So the little meteorites and the life pods are made out of plastic in the uh, the the limited edition. So the so we should have that instead of the wooden ones. So, but yep, that's what I'm really excited about. <laughs> okay. About uh, you? What's your, next? What's next, your next up one? for me is uh, the reprint of paperback. So this is uh, paperback. 10th anniversary not just any old reprint but the 10th anniversary and it comes with the new game typewriter so i've got uh paperback um the original actually no probably the second printing and uh it's a lot of fun i recommended this game to you a long time ago because uh i think we were talking about like trying to get your mom to play with you and i recommended it as a as a fun word game because it's like a deck building word game and uh, it's a lot of fun. So they've also got typewriter, which is the main thing I'm really kind of looking forward to. But uh, it'd be fun to get a new version of the of the paperback as well. well how about you? What's uh, what's your number two or four? Number four for me is um, Dungeon Saga Origins. Um, this one is by uh, somebody. <laughs> I, I oh Mantic Games. And I, my understanding on this is this is like a read. I believe it's a redo of Dungeon Saga. 
but it's I think they've and it's a miniature game again and it looks like a dungeon it's like a dungeon crawler and it looks to me the way I understand it is like, it's kind of like a D and D, but it's more of like zombicide. You put your tiles out, you're putting all your little different obstacles, your characters out. And there's like missions that you're doing. So it's kind of like pre-scripted type of um, like a D and D type of, so it's like, to me, it's like zombicide, but D and D D and D zombicide. And I really love Zombicide. It's a lot of fun. And this one comes with a whole bunch of expansions and a crap ton of miniatures. And um, it just looked like, yeah, I think this will be a lot of fun. Um, and again, it's I, I think I'm more... Miniatures are not really necessarily my thing. But like I've been playing that Gloomhaven. I just feel like something more like this that's not so much gloomhaven like gloomhaven is just so there's so much to it where this one seems to be like maybe not as is bad um and that that you can kind of just go through and play and but we'll see we'll see how it is but it looked like it was going to be a lot of fun and uh this one comes out this supposed to be december of this year so we'll see if that maybe it'll get here in time for Christmas and that would be pretty cool. But uh yeah, that's my number four. Okay. Uh, next up for me is Alhambra, the Red Palace. So Alhambra is it's a game that's been around forever. Amazing game. Love it. I've got the big box edition, which has uh, a bajillion, I think that's the actual count. I'm looking at the box right there. Yep, it's big. <laughs> it's got bajillion. a bajillion expansions in it. And um, it's a game by Dirk Hen that had something interesting where you basically build your own little, I think, Alhambra, which is, I forget what that means, but it's like a little building, little village or something. Anyway, um, you uh, you build your own uh in front of you and it's got this uh cool mechanic where it uses like i think it's like cards as money and stuff but anyway um it was a lot of fun and then alhambra the red palace is a brand new uh standalone game that takes the original alhambra and it kind of like you know mixes it up a little bit um, yeah. So I kind of look at it as, you know, Alhambra, you know, 2023. <laughs> 2.0. Like yeah. Yeah, exactly. So really looking forward to this game. It's a game by Queen Games. Uh, I do love a lot of their stuff. Um, I fell in love with Queen Games years ago when I first got into the hobby and I really look usually look forward to a lot of their games. Doesn't mean that I like all of their games, but I look forward to them. <laughs> that's that's for sure. They they've got such a huge uh, they've got such a huge catalog of games, and they've been around forever. They're they are literally like one of like the first major game companies out there. And cool story. I don't know if I ever told you this. But uh, a number of years ago, when we were down at Gen Con, 
so our friend Jay and uh, and I were down there. We had our kids, and we were walking by the Queen booth, and this guy comes over, and uh, he's like, oh, you know, these kids are so nice, uh, you know, and well-behaved. And I'm like, thank you. And so he's like, follow me, follow me. So he comes over, he brings us over to the uh, the booth, and it's so they had a huge booth at the time. Um, I'm trying to compare it size wise. I don't even remember which one uh, that I could compare it to, but uh, he uh, he goes here, take this, and then he gave each of the kids a game. Oh, cool! He just he just gave it to us, and it's like. You know, a big box game, not like, you know, here's your three card card game. It was an actual <laughs> one of their releases. He just gave it to the stacks. And I'm like, you know, thank you so much. And, you know, we shook his hand and everything like that. And and then uh, we headed out. And, uh, and then, you know, our buddy Jay was like, you know, who's, you know, you know, that was really nice to that guy. I'm like, yeah, he's the owner. <laughs> it's that's it's the guy that started queen games he was there and it was, it was pretty cool um it was an interesting experience anyway so that's, um it's still it's nice it's just you know it's nice when you get good service like that yeah <laughs> and you know they were like more kitty games and stuff like that and yeah um you know not like the huge titles or something like that and but it, you know it was appreciated and uh that's that's cool. So yeah, Queen Queen Games always holds a special place in my heart. Not just because of that, but just because uh, uh, I like their games. And that reminds me, I've got um, no, what the heck is it? Kingdom Builder, the the new version that I got to get to the table one of these days. Because I just got that in the mail recently. But anyway, so yeah, Alhambra, the Red Palace, uh, basically Alhambra 2.0. Uh, looking <laughs> forward to that one. And man, when. When is this bad boy coming out? Um, let me see. I should probably keep up that list so I don't have to keep trying <laughs> to find it. So Alhambra, where are you? It is uh, any time now, looks like. Oh, yeah? Yeah, because uh, yeah, it was supposed to be August. And they just had an update. So I'm sure real soon now. Yeah, so the, yeah, they're shi- they started shipping yesterday. Oh, nice. So, so, yeah. So you'll have it soon. Yes, absolutely. And okay, what, I apologize if you can hear noise in the background. My dogs are playing, and they I've tried to kick them out once, and they just both came back in or right behind me again, playing with each other and chewing on each other's heads and rolling around. And hopefully you guys aren't hearing that. So basically they're just like, your dogs are just like your kids. They don't listen to you. Exactly. Okay. They did leave, but they came right <laughs> back. <to you. laughs> um, That's all right. So my next one is uh, called dog park, new tricks. It's um, this is from birdwood games. And this is, it's i don't i don't think it's an expansion i believe it is a new game um but it's from the um from dog park which was one of the games that i kind of first did was one of my first kickstarters 
And oh yeah, um, that's right. I remember. I that. had to get it because the dog on the box looks just like one of my dogs. <laughs> yep. But I really do like the game. It's a lot mm-hmm. of fun. I do enjoy it. It's a simpler game, but it was it's great for me as someone was just learning and trying to get into some new mechanics like you know bidding and trying to determine which dogs you're going to take out on the walk and getting your having the resources and having to pick up new stuff as you're out walking to get more resources for what your your next walk um and yeah just things like that so this one um this one is a return to the world of dog park with multi-breed pups trick training um and enough room uh in the park for up to five players so it's going to expand it from one to four up to one to five up to five um and this one is due march of next year so um they did the i really like the dog park with the designs and everything that like everything looked really good um what's the like the quality of everything was just really really nice really outstanding so um i'm looking forward to it and uh yeah i i just it looks like they've got some well obviously they got new stuff and having being able to expand it to five players and is uh is going to be nice okay and and of course it's the one thing that kills me is they're like there's more dogs to walk and it's like the original game has so many dog cards. If you're familiar with Wingspan, like there's so many bird cards in that game. This dog park's like the dog version of Wingspan. You know, <laughs> there are so many dogs. You'll never get through them all. And then I've got like several expansions already uh, from the first game. And now this one's like, oh, there's a whole bunch more. So, and I also have pre-ordered, um, these guys just put a new game out called Forever Home which I think is, is now shipping out. Um, and it's like sheltered dogs finding a home. So it's a little different than dog park, but it's still dog based from the same company. So I'm hoping to see that one should be arriving. It didn't kickstart it. It was just a, they didn't do a Kickstarter for that one. They did a, um, just like you can pre-order right from us. And that's what I did. And it supposedly is uh, about to start shipping too. So that should be here soon. But yeah, looking forward to this one in March of next year. Okay, next up for me is uh, another one from Queen Games. It's part of the Stefan Feld collection. This new, this is a title. This is well, it's called Vienna. It's actually a redo, reimagining, reprint, retheming, whatever you want to call it, of the game La Isla. So that is so La Isla is one of the games that I've always wanted to get, but I never did. Yes, believe it or not, that actually happens. <laughs> <laughs> Where so what actually happened with this game? This is one of the the smaller box games that um, I, I want to say was released by Aaliyah. And the thing with it was there was an initial release and then there was an updated release where they kind of fixed a couple of things. And every time I went anywhere, it was the original release that they had. And I Uh could never see the new one because there was a way you could look at the box and determine uh, what it was. 
you know, which, which version it was. So um, I could never see, and I could never find the new one. And I really didn't trust ordering it from a store because, you know, I'd probably get the original version, I'm guessing, if I ordered from a store. So I just went without. So they've got Vienna, um, which uh, I looked up the ship date for that. And um, it was supposed to arrive August of 23. And uh, they posted like two weeks ago that they started shipping. So the U.S. stuff is going to ship after, right after Europe is done so I, I imagine this is another one alhambra is coming real soon now um, for all i know maybe vienna is going to ship right at the same time and maybe they'll come in the same box or something like that because i had that <laughs> i had that happen um not too long ago where this one company actually held back games and if you ordered multiples of their games over a couple of kickstarters they shipped them all at once so it was a little oh, yeah. annoying. You had to wait, but you know, was, who who can complain about getting like three games at once? <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess you could complain because shelf space, but you would have had yeah. that problem regardless. <laughs> you know, regardless of uh, of which one you got, and then uh, yeah. So this is part of that city collection, which I talked about. I don't know a couple weeks ago or a couple shows ago, the original group of games was Hamburg, Amsterdam, New York, and Marrakesh, with Marrakesh actually being the only brand new game. New York, Amsterdam, and Hamburg are redos of other prior um, Stefan Feld games like Macau, Bruges, and man, I forgot what the other one was. But anyway, yeah, so those are redos. Marrakesh is brand new. And then uh, Vienna is part of that series. Again, it, it uh, re- redos La Isla. It's got, you know, new artwork, new theme. And, of course, deluxe yeah. components and a nifty, like, storage system and uh, all that fun stuff. Thanks. So uh, that's that's me. How about you? What What you got? So I've already, this will be brief because <laughs> I've already dived in depth on it. But my number two is Deep Rock Galactic Space Reagan Biome Expansion coming mm-hmm. out September 2024 by Mood Publishing. And uh, yeah, that's all I need to say on it. <laughs> Actually, you know what? So I'm going to amend my second one. And so there, as part of this collection, kickstarter it was actually vienna and cuzco together so i'm gonna lump them together and i'm gonna add one more as my number one so um and let me just say cuzco is a redo of stefan feld's bora bora game and um you know that that's that's a fun game i enjoy that one and uh you know it's got the you know the great treatment of this city collection uh, you know everything's upgraded got cool storage and all that fun stuff so that's yeah. that and uh now i will go to my number one and i don't know why i didn't think of this before but uh you know based on what you've been saying lately i think my number one is going to be 
What do you think? Planet Unknown. <laughs> I was like, is he yeah. really going to buy Deep Rock? <laughs> no. I, dude, I, I probably will. I'll probably cave. Because what, what, the Kickstarter's got what? Like 10 more days? 12 more days? Something like that. 12 more days, yep. Yeah. I'll well, just just so you know, like, right now on BGG, under the top 50 trending games today, Deep Rock Galactic is number two. Holy uh, – in the hotness? In the hotness, yes. Holy smokes. It is number two. Number one is heat pedal to the metal. Yeah, that's not surprising. So just saying. <laughs> I know. I know. Because I was thinking like, you know, instead of like going all in and getting all the expansions, just at least get the base game. Yeah. I don't know, maybe I'll do that. We'll see. I, I would at least get the base game. At least you got it. But I think it's going to be one of those things you're going to be like, I wish I had it all. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's tough. No, like I'm I'm stuck already with, with the Stefan Feld City Collection. Because yeah. those games are ridiculous. And it's like... I bought the first four and then I was looking at the other ones like, man, I don't want to, I don't want to get these deluxe ones again. Oh, so expensive. But then it came down to, I I can't have four deluxe and then two not deluxe. (laughs) That's like a real sickness, isn't it? (laughs) That kind of thinking. It's, it, it's tough. It it is. It's, yeah. We'll we'll talk about more of that later, but too. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I mean, I can, I can freely admit, one thing and that's that i love playing games and i'm also a collector to some degree yes i i i like having i i don't always have to have like complete sets of everything because there's a couple of companies like i think um like Aaliyah tried to do a thing where um you know they had like a whole series of games and then oh man there's one I can't remember the name of the company, but they had these games and uh, they were like smaller boxes, and each one had a number on it. How about that for being like evil marketing? <laughs> That's terrible. so. So when you look at the boxes, you see the games, and then you see the prominent, you know, one, two, three, etc. And <laughs> you know, nobody in their right mind would ever want to see. One, two, four, five, eight, nine. Right. Oh, come on. Yep. That's just ridiculous. That is just nope, insanity. That. <laughs> yeah. Uh, your, your OCD would never allow that. <laughs> nope. Yeah. But yeah, Planet Unknown, because, uh, yeah, because I, I don't have that one. And you picked that. Wait, did you get that one at Gen Con? Yeah, you got it yes. at Gen Con. That's right. And I think you have no regrets about getting it at Gen Con either. None whatsoever. Yeah. Love it. Absolutely. It, it's, it's, I think it's probably my favorite board game at this point. Um, mm-hmm. I absolutely, I love it playing it every single time. So, um, and I, I'm going to, I want to dive in and play a solo game of it this weekend just to, just to do it because they offer that. So, yeah, I'd be really curious to see, uh, what you think of like solo gaming because you know that's not for everybody some people really don't like that yeah i did do 
I did do um, Rock and Stone the very first time I played it. I did do it by myself, but I was like playing with two characters trying to learn the game. Yeah. Um, and I did that with the Zombicide uh, dice game as well. So I, yeah, but this one is a, a, you, it is a solo mode. So I'm going to, I haven't done this yet. So we'll, we'll see. But I was excited when I realized that that does have a single player component because I just Mm -hmm. like, I want to play it all the time. It's like every week I want to play this game. That's how much I enjoy it. Oh, wow. So, yeah, I really like, I can't wait for you to get to try it. Oh, I'm so I'm just you talking about all the time. It's got me excited. Yeah. Looking forward to it. Okay. So we are back to your number one, right? So, yeah. So, oh, you just never mind. Yes, you said that Planet Unknown. Yeah. So it's it's back to me. Okay. So Oh, <laughs> that's right, because you didn't talk about this. I thought we were going on with the next section. Okay, go ahead. Go no, ahead. no. So yeah. my number one is actually not a game. Yeah. Um, I was I was I'm looking at this and I'm like, <laughs> how can you be more excited over the, with this? Oh, I know what this is. Okay. Not okay, I see why you're excited. Okay. Yeah. So I ordered this. And this was supposed to be here this last summer. I was already supposed to have summer. this one. And, nice. uh, <laughs> and what it is, it's a customized board game bag. And this sucker can carry, it's like a backpack. It has straps to for you to put like a, carry it like a backpack. It's like a refrigerator it's, on your back. That's what it is. Yes, it's huge. Um, it can carry like once, what is it like seven or eight normal size? I don't know what, like those square boxes, like ticket to yeah, ride, like ticket to ride size. Yeah. So you, you can carry you, you, like seven of them stacked on each other, you, you know, and then there's when, these extra I pouches. See, I was going to say, what? when I see people with these things, like you see them at Gen Con and these various places, it reminds me of this episode of three stooges where, Curly is carrying a refrigerator <laughs> <laughs> on his back. That's yeah. yeah. Anyway, sorry, sorry to interrupt. Go ahead. Well, it, you can actually put Gloomhaven in this bag. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> but, and yeah, it still you... has room for like you could probably slide another box on top. But then it has all these pouches. Um, different. It, it they even sell like a trolley, like these wheels, so you can stick this thing on a on a trolley on wheels to wheel it in. Um, I didn't, I don't believe I bought the wheels, um, but I did get like the backpack straps and the regular straps. And the thing is every week I carry several games to my board game store and my, all I've been using is like a duffel bags. And it's like, there's games I've been wanting to take. And it's like, it doesn't fit, you know, this thing will fit. It will carry everything that I want. And then it's got extra slots for like pens and, I also carry a placard for our game group that I stick on the table. So new people are trying to find us. They can see the sign Um, pens and notepads and uh, little containers for, you know, for your, your, um, your stuff, right. That, you know, your components that maybe some games have components and you want the little, so I carry these little containers that we can use. So they're not just all over the table. Um, And this thing is like, it's something that like, you got to pick the, the design, the artwork and the colors. And one of the problems is they have so many options on these is it's causing them a lot of 
delays. <laughs> and oh, really? um yeah, I got an update from them the other day and they're just like they um talking about the manufacturing process, the challenges with shipping and and all kinds of things. There's just so many options and then it's like I also ordered a a uh, a game mat that I've got a huge 12 person table dining room table and the I bought a mat that's almost going to fit that thing like perfect like width and it won't be as long as my table is but it's going to basically fill in my whole middle it's like a really like a great play mat that I'm really excited to to be able to use and so I've got that and then they had with those things they had Oh, you could get them with LEDs. You can get them without. You can get all these millions of different colors. And then it's like, oh, you also had a bag. So right now they're like dealing with how to get um, how to get everybody um, orders to the right people because every everything is customized. And so it's yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that all works out. Yeah, <laughs> but. See, to me, that says a poorly planned Kickstarter, but it, know, it well, it it, I, it could be the 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 company. These guys, I don't think, are new. It's Crafting Kingdoms. Yeah, I believe they've been around, and I think they just got a little crazy on the customizations of everything and options. There's so many options, and it's just like. Yeah, you can get all that stuff sent to you, but then it's like, okay, who's going to figure out what goes to who when everything's customized? So it, it's it's proving challenging for them. They've had a lot of delays, um, but I am really looking forward to that bag um, more than the playmat. The playmat is something I added on afterwards. I was like, you know what? This would be nice because it's like so many times on my table, it's like you can't pick up the cards or, you know, it's just like I need a nice play surface. That's just, you know, and I'm like, this thing will be great. But the bag, I really am excited to get in my hands and start using. So that's my most excited one. And it's supposed to hopefully it arrives before Christmas. <laughs> mm-hmm. So. And then maybe I'll bring it as my carry on in February when I go, <laughs> when I take a flight somewhere and I'll just, I'll be like, Rob, I'm, I'm here. I have games. I have no clothes. <laughs> I'm going to be wearing these clothes yeah. the next several days, but it's like, I might think every of day, it, but we got every, games. Every morning <laughs> you wash your clothes. <laughs> <laughs> so that's funny. Yeah. Um, I was going to mention that uh, I think, well, I think we talked about this like years ago. Uh, there was a store called boards and bits. I mean, that was like my main squeeze. I, I bought all my games from there. Oh, spent so much money with them. And uh, uh, they used to sell uh, one of the first like board game mats. And it was just basically like a huge mouse pad. And yeah. I bought one that was like four foot by five foot. Because you could buy them in custom lengths, and they would basically cut it to size. Because uh-huh. I'm guessing they probably just had a massive roll of it. And oh, I still got that thing, and I still love playing on it. Playing on, I'll call it like a play mat or a mouse mat type surface is just so awesome. It's so easy to pick up anything. 
you know, like when you've had like a playing card that suction cups itself to the table <laughs> and, like, and you can't pick it up because you don't want to dig your fingernails into the edge because you'll mar it yep. and you're trying yep. to pick it up and, and it's like impossible. It's on a mat. Everything just stays put. It's easy to pick up. It's a nice surface. And uh, there's a reason why all those fancy board game tables have them because they're nice. Yeah, oh, mine's uh, like 40, 42 by 66 inch. Okay, yeah. So it's, it's probably nice the guy. same, probably what, four by five foot, probably same. Yeah, and then I got like, I told you I got backpack straps. I also got, this thing comes with elastic bands so I can put them around my boxes to make sure that the lids don't come off. So if I'm only carrying a few games, I can just put these bands on them. They've got, bag dividers i've picked out the type of what like the emblems i want on my on the pockets and the, the color of the thing and yeah i can't wait it's a it was it was and it really wasn't that bad the the playmat the bag is only like 80 bucks yeah so the playmat yeah, was, was like 70 dollars <laughs> so, yeah i just but, i just pulled up their site They've got the, and this is nuts. They've got sixteen got different playmats. Some with oh, LED, um, some without LED. Yeah. And yeah, then they have to like make sure that they get the right kinds, and you know, th- this is one thing like in fast food. Like McDonald's always struggles with this. I I, I have an interest in uh, fast the fast food industry. <laughs> Not just that I eat there, but it's I think <laughs> it's interesting how some of the stuff works. And and the thing is, um, if things have too many options, they take too long to make, which impacts customer service times. So when you have a sandwich with like twenty different options on it and you're custom making each one, that's that just kills your drive-through. It kills your front counter. And yep. that's what these guys, I think, are probably running into. You know, because each of these is going to be a different print run, right? Because, you know, you have to screen the different colors and stuff and install LEDs. And it's like, yeah, we need... Because it looks like they sold a 1,000 pledges. So... You know, they might need, you know, 100 of this, 45 of those, two of those. And yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And even, and even the bags, there's like a whole bunch of different oh, yeah. prints on them and colors. Yep. Yep. Yeah. It's a huge, uh, there are a lot of options. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. So, you know, from now on, whenever I see you carrying it, I'm going to call you Curly. That's fine. <laughs> it's a big bag. I'll call you Curly, and then we that. can play the games. <laughs> so yeah. Anyway, so so that was your number. But one. it will get used every single week. I bet. Fact. No, I, so. I bet, and I bet you're gonna love that bag because it's such a hassle to carry games, especially when they don't fit in the in the bags, and and then when you know, like one of them tumbles out. You know, it's it's not going to fall out when it's inside your house. It's not going to fall out when it's on a table. 
it's going right. to fall out when you take it out of your car and it's <laughs> going to land right in the puddle. Yes. <laughs> and then you're like, how is there a puddle here? It hasn't rained in 10 days. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it found it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, all right. So those are the things we're excited about. Yeah. So do, do you have any regrets, any games or items, I guess, because as we, we, you know, my number one most ex- excited is not even a game, but yeah. Um, any crowdfunding regrets that you have? Um, there's one and it's kind of a weird one. So, cause I kind of struggled to find one that was a regret. Cause for the most part, I'm at least kind of happy with most of the games that I backed and, I don't even want to go into how many I back. There's a lot. And uh, there is one that kind of stands out, and it's kind of a weird story. So there's a game called, I'm not even sure how to say it. It's like Carotia. Car- 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 it's like carrot, like the vegetable, with an uh-huh. IA, with an IA at that. So this is a game that came out uh, from Mage Company. I believe is the is the publisher. So they did a whole bunch of uh, kickstarters uh, in the past for a, a whole bunch of games that I that I actually kind of enjoy. And um, they tied they uh, they hooked up with this one company out of Greece, and they so they published a whole bunch of their games like uh, Archon. Uh, Glory and Machination, which is uh, pretty good. Shadows over Empire um, was another one. Among the Stars. I really like that game. That's a fun game. Man, I haven't played that in forever. And so they came out with this Carodia. Carodia. I'll call it Carodia. Probably mispronouncing it. Um, they came out with us, and it was like a little family game. It was co-op. It was cheap. And this was uh, while I was still kind of in the phase of, you know, if a publisher comes out with a game, you know, it's like I'm immediately interested if it's one of my favorite publishers or if it's one yeah. that I, I like their games in the past. And so I backed it thinking I'm like, yeah, this might be something fun, family game. My son would like it. And this was like back in... 17 20 so 2017 so what is that like six years ago or so and um this game took forever to get released and i don't remember the exact details of it but it it took a long time to ship out and when it did Oh, so actually, let me let me take a step back real quick. So after a while, I backed it, and I was like looking at it. I'm like, you know, why did I back this one? It's like, you know, I was kind of lukewarm on it later, but I'm like, it was only 25 bucks, not a big deal. And then when, uh, when the game finally shipped, because I forgot about it, when it finally shipped, that was when I had just moved. And, 
And then it was like too late to change shipping. They didn't give me an option to like intercept it or have it shipped to, you know, like if it comes UPS, you can sometimes like redirect it to a UPS store. Like, hey, I'll pick it up at the UPS store or, you know, whatever store. Um, now they you can go to like Walgreens or something like that or various stores to pick up your FedEx or something like that. But anyway, yeah, I couldn't redirect it. So what I kept doing is I would drive by my old house to see if it was on the doorstep. And um and it uh I I the owners of the house apparently got it or something like that and uh yeah, I I never got it. So the game that I was lukewarm on that took a long time, I actually never got because I moved and it shipped to my old house. And I was a little <laughs> irritated by that whole thing. But whatevs. Whatevs. Well, uh, it rates a 4.9 out of 10 on the yeah. GG. So yeah, it doesn't so, sound like you're missing much. Exactly. Yeah. But still, you still backed it. You paid for it. You waited for it. And then because you moved, you didn't get it. Exactly. Yeah, it's like, when did I back it? Um, it? So I'm looking at it now. So it was estimated delivery in January of 2017. And... You shipped think, it last month, right? Yeah. Because <laughs> doesn't it show, like, when you um, backed it somewhere? On Kickstarter? I, I don't know. Let me go back to my pledge page and see, or my backed project page. Um, I don't see that it says when you did. Yeah. Just an estimated delivery date. Yeah, so I filled out the survey in September of 2016. Uh, yeah. And let me see. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah. So it was sometime in 2016. Oh wait, it was funded in September 2016. So yeah, so beginning of September. So that would have made it seven years ago. Yeah. So that, that's my. What? No, I don't. I don't think I have any regrets. Yeah. But the first two that were official Kickstarter. So I mentioned Dog Park. Well, Dog Park was not a Kickstarter. It was like a, I think it was a late pledge, and it was one of those that I was able to kind of get after the Kickstarter, before they started shipping them. Mm -hmm. And I love that game. I think it was awesome, worth every penny. But there was two other things that they were small. So when I was first getting into the Kickstarting and I was like looking at stuff, I didn't want to put a lot of money out because I'm like, you don't know if you're going to get it. You, you know, you're paying for this and you, you could be a year or two before you get it. So I went with some small stuff. And the first one I did was Evil Bunny, which was the one that supposedly shipped here. And then oh, yeah. never arrived, which yeah. that was UPS. It, it did show up two months later, so I ended up with a second copy. But the game is 
really basic and it's not and you really it it's okay it's fun if you've got a younger crowd and you got a lot of people um or maybe an older crowd like seniors and young kids but anywhere in between it's like this is kind of like it's just not that fun it really isn't so i was yeah. like i could have done without this mm-hmm. and then but you didn't know one, at the time i, mean, I didn't just know and, again, and it, yeah yeah, and I was like, it was kind of fun to let me kickstart something. Let me do this thing. And, and then I just don't so you know, it. I did judge you when you ordered that. And I'm like, noob. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, now I've played it a couple times, but again, it depends on the crowd. But yeah. it's um, it's just, yeah, but it was it was cheap. So uh, and the next one was the same. It was a little cheap card game. It's one too many rabbits. It's. Not a bad game, but there is a mechanic in the game that to me breaks the game right out, right out the gate. And I kind of don't understand why it's there. And I, I feel as if it wasn't, they really didn't play test this very well. Um, and I've had to like remove this, like, okay, we're getting rid of these altogether, a whole set of cards. Cause it, it, to me, it breaks the game completely. Um, and it was just like, yeah, I'll probably never play it again. You know, it's just, it hasn't been one of these. It's not like a planet unknown, you know, right. but again, these were smaller ones to get my feet wet. I don't regret them, but they are, they were kind of a learning experience. Now, once they've come in now, unfortunately mm-hmm. I've got a bunch of other stuff that I ordered before those came in that are going to probably fall in the same category that are supposed to have already been here and you know, whatever, eventually they may show up, but it's now it's like, okay, now I'm on to like more expensive stuff and bigger things and, <laughs> you know, yep. but, uh, but I, I did learn, I think I did learn, you know, um, it got that initial t- putting your feet in the water, put that toe in the water to test it. And, uh, you know, without too much risk. And now it's like, what? Only 500. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Ooh, the last one was 600. <laughs> this is a deal. That's yeah. it's like I used a hundred dollar coupon. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So not, not regrets, but I know people had regrets and, uh, hopefully I don't ever end up with any, but so, yeah. so. but so Rob, why, why do you participate in the crowd funding arena. Why do you crowdfund? Wait, what? Why do Why we... do you do crowdfunding? Cuz um, sometimes that's the only way to get the game. Come on. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that that is a good question because um I'm sort of mixed on it. I like it. And at the same time, I don't like it uh, because you do get sucked in to. Okay. So I think it's different from the standpoint of like um, I was at this game store on Saturday and they have a lot of Kickstarters and they'll oftentimes have all the Kickstarter like add-ons. So they'll have the base game. Then they'll have like, you know, a couple of the expansions and they'll have the metal coins and then the placemat and some of the stuff they sell separately. Right. And like, when I look at the stuff there at the store, 
I can easily say, I don't need all this stuff. I'm just going to get the base game. But when I'm looking at the pledge on Kickstarter or GameFound or whatever, it's so much easier to get sucked in and drop 350 bucks on Deep Rock (laughs) than it is to just get, I'm just going to get the base game. So I think it's less tangible when you look at it and it's easier to drop more money thinking, well, oh, it's just another 20 bucks. It's, but if you're looking at it physically and you're holding it in your hand and it's, I think it's easier to dismiss all the extras because to be honest, there's so many games that I have with expansions and I rarely play the expansions. Like yeah. almost all the time we play just the base game because that's how we like it. And, you know, like I'll use Azul as an example. I mean, I don't play like with the Crystal Palace. I mean, Azul has, you know, I guess most of those games are standalones. But it's like, you know, we don't play the Crystal whatever pal- palace or whatever it's called summer Expand- pavilion or summer. crystal mosaics or yeah the the one yeah. with that comes with that overlay yeah for example it's like we don't play that and we don't <laughs> even play the advanced version of the game we just play the base one you know the advanced right. ones on the back side where it doesn't have any of the colors in that grid yeah so you can't freeform make it and um so so yeah it's easier to dis- discount those. Now the the thing the thing that I get irritated by is and Queen did this a whole bunch with their games but I just shut the heck up and bought their games anyway <laughs> even though I didn't like it or <laughs> pledged and backed but you know they would have the game full price msrp maybe they had like an add-on a promo they call them queenies maybe they had like one or one of those or something like that with it and on top of it you paid shipping which was easily like an you know it's like let's say like a 60 dollar game plus another 15 bucks for shipping so it's like you're paying way more than like if I waited, like if the game came out, let's say in February and I waited until, I don't know, two, three months later, then my local store would have it and it'd be 30% off, you know, but part of yeah. it, part of the appeal of Kickstarter too, is you get the game earlier. Not always. All right. Sometimes people get irritated because... <laughs> they still haven't gotten their Kickstarter and it's in retail and it's a Gen Con (laughs) and all that good (laughs) stuff. But how about you? Um, for me, when I first started, I thought it was neat to fund something that wasn't out to kind of be a part of, Hey, this game's here because I helped fund this project. What I have found (laughs) in my experience is that, well, guess what? Simon was going to make Marvel multiverse anyways. (laughs) All it is, is they, a lot of these are big game companies using these crowdfunding sites to secure a bunch of sales up front. 
So it's like they're using our money to make the game instead of taking the risk of them their own money. But when it's something like a Marvel United, which is a huge success, you, you really don't need to do that. And the other thing that I've learned is like, okay, you get all these extras, which, you know, in a lot of ways, how many did I talk about just earlier? Mm-hmm. Ooh, you get this, you get that, you get this. Okay, I get a gold-plated mini that, or gold-painted mini um, for Deep Rock expansion to go on this. But what does it do? Probably nothing. It's just there. It's a mini. Uh, a lot of these things, it's like, get get a bonus card. Now, I just bought today, I just bought got in the mail today, a pack from the BGG store, and I bought some promos, which these are things like you would find in a Kickstarter. And it's like, here's a single card for Forbidden Sky. And it's like, I think I paid like a buck and a half for this card. Well, that's actually pretty cheap. Usually they're like five. Yeah, anywhere. For, I think uh, I think this one was like a buck and a half, but everything else was like three to five dollars. Um, but it's like when you like when I get it now and I'm like, oh, OK, it's like a single card. It's like no big deal. It's kind of neat to have the promo. But again, it's like as I've gotten these in this week, it's like. OK. And when will I use this, you know, and then it makes me think of like all the extras you get. Ooh, Kickstarter exclusive. Well. It's a card. What it does, does it really change the game if you don't have it in the retail? No. <laughs> when I played Forbidden Sky, I didn't know there was a ledge extender bonus card, promo card somewhere, you know. And then I ended up getting it the other day because I went down that rabbit hole of, ooh, I can buy promos. <laughs> it's like buy, buy, add to cart, add to cart, add to cart. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um and uh and then it's like, well, that you know. Does it, do you really need it? Like I've said this before for games that I really like, then yes, I will dump money into premium upgrades. But again, we're buying a lot of times I'm like, Ooh, I feel compelled. Like you said, you just something about these crowdfunding sites when you see, Ooh, and if you, if you upgrade to this, you get all this. And, um, and then they got their goals or what is it? Their daily goals or stretch goals, stretch goals. And I was looking at one of them the other day and I was like, well, you get this if, uh, uh, you know, if we can reach this much money. And I was like, wait a minute. I scroll back up. It's listed here as it's included. Down here, it's listed as a stretch goal. So which is it? And other people mentioned that like, hey, wait a minute. You said this up here was in the game. Now you're saying it's a stretch goal. So which is it? They're like, these are pretty Whoops. lame stretch goals. Yeah. <laughs> You're just listing stuff that's in the package already. So yeah. it's like, are you just trying to build up hype or make it sound like you're getting more than you're really not? So yes. it, in a way I was like real excited to do it, but lately I feel like I'm becoming a bit more jaded because I feel like the little people who are trying to make something and use this site are going to get buried by the big companies that have all the money who don't need to quote crowdfund, but they're doing it to get all that money ahead of time. And it's like, well, they're going to get those types of projects are going to get blasted all over the place and people are going to put their money there. 
And then it's like, well, when you, when you do come across the little gem of, um, Kiroshia <laughs> or Karatia, Kirodia, Kirodia, you, yeah. you may not, you'd be like, Oh, I've already backed this other thing and it cost me $500. So I don't have 20 bucks left for Kirodia, you know, or you're going to stop looking because you put so much money to something that's a, a major manufacturer, major game dev. I don't really think that those types of games should be there. I know. I know what you're saying. Yeah. Cause you know, Kickstarter started off, you know, for the with, little guy. Yeah. You know, with a certain mission, right. As a certain purpose and it's changed over, over the years. And, um, you know, I have heard, and I don't know how true this still is right now, but it's like board games, like the tabletop gaming aspect of it is is their biggest moneymaker. I mean, more so than anything else, which is surprising because there's a lot of stuff on there. But um, it definitely has turned into a vehicle for companies to use for marketing, to build hype, to build interest and awareness. And like, even like queen games, there's a bunch of games that I backed, you know, where I said, you know, I paid full price and I paid shipping just to get the game first and have it sit on my shelf and sit on my shelf, (laughs) but I had it first. And, uh, they, basically mentioned the games are already printed and they're on a ship right so they're coming it's basically pre-order and you know what while that does go against what um you know kickstarter did start off as the thing is though you're guaranteed well not guaranteed it's like 99.9 percent likely you're <laughs> going to get the game versus like i i get irritated with some of the games where it's like okay you backed it it's shipping in september and they're like you know two months after you back it okay we're still working on the final files um a month later we're reviewing the final files we'll send them off to the printer six months after backing um, we've sent them off to the printer. It's like, when am I going to get this game? Yeah. It's like, you guys sold me a game that wasn't even finished. And I, I know that is the premise of some of these games, but it's like, the right. game's not even finished. You spent six months working on art. What was the stuff that was in the campaign? Yeah. I I thought you had the art. I thought, I, what what did you show me then? Yeah. Yeah. Well, so so that's the thing. It's like, what what would you expect? And I know we're kind of branching off from this topic here, but it's like, what would you expect a company like if you're backing a game that seems interesting? How far along would you want them to be when when you back it? How far along in the development slash manufacturing process? I think that really depends on, see, I think the original premise of a Kickstarter or crowdfunding, I can see it taking a year or two because it's something that a smaller 
company or uh, someone working out of their home um, is trying to run a business and get out there to become bigger, you know, I think I, I expect that they're going to have, they're going to need more time and it, it seems fine. But when I've got something that like deep rock, I'm going to throw them under the bus a little bit. You want $350 from me and you want it today, but you're not going to give me a game until maybe a year from now. This is a established company that they're, again, they're just, you know, I'm buying it because I want it and I want to make sure I get it because I've yet to see Deep Rock in the stores. Um, yeah. So that's one reason, like, that's why I'm doing it, you know, trying to ensure I get it because I want it. But I don't think they should be doing it. If you're going to, you know, especially when you're a larger organization, um, they've probably got this stuff. They got it all finalized. There's nothing going to change from there. Why is it going to take them a year to get it to us? And then, you know, those dates are going to sh- are slip. I, I don't know. I don't think I've had one yet ship on time. Yeah. So it, it's like that. That's, I think, the frustrating part. And I've heard other stories on other podcasts where people have like, I was supposed to have it two years ago. Still don't have it. Yep. Supposedly, yeah, the company's still working on it. And it's like, okay, well, that was supposed to be to you two years ago. That means you funded it three to four years ago, they've had your money this whole time. You've got nothing to show for it. And by then are you even going to want it by the time it shows up. So that, that kind of leads me into like, is it, is it actually worth it? You know, when it does arrive, do you even have a, the gaming group still together? Are, are, you know, do you have that same interest in that type of game? Maybe you've bought, like uh, that lady was saying the other day, maybe you've, it, while you've been waiting and you forgot that you even had this thing, that you bought something else that's similar to it. Because you're like, ooh, this looks interesting. And oh, here's a cool dungeon crawler. Then you get that and you're playing it. You love it. And then ne- next month, boom, this thing shows up. You're like, the heck is this? Oh, well, now I'm not hyped for it anymore. I bought something else. <laughs> I got off the shelf for a lot cheaper. Yeah. does the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, also I always thought originally that when you crowdfunded something because you were crowdfunding it, that you, one of the benefits of paying your money up front and taking the risk of it actually not ever coming out was that you got it at a better price. And that is an absolute falsehood. Yeah. That is you pay a lot more money yeah. than you would at retail. And I've seen that like Flamecraft. I it's now in my retail store. A lot cheaper than what I paid for it. And I I only got the retail version of the game, but I paid more for it than what retail is selling it for. Yeah. A lot of the Kickstarters sell for MSRP. And I, I don't think yeah. that's that doesn't to me that kind of goes against the whole point of what this is. And again, now you've got major companies doing it; they are not going to lose money. In fact, they're 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 reducing their risk by using this platform. Well, um, and and they get more profit because those games don't go through distribution. So you have Mark and Rob that pay for shipping 
so it's not coming out of their pocket and they're getting the game at full msrp which let's say is 60 bucks okay so they're getting the full 60 dollars for the game that maybe cost them 23 to make it's it's like video games going digital you get to skip the gamestop you know so if microsoft like forza forza Motorsports about to come out, I think, this week for the early release and next week for the retail. So retail, they got to, you know, Microsoft's got to give so much money to retail. They only get, say, $20 for their $70 game. But when you buy it from them digitally, they get the full 70 bucks. So they make a lot more profit mm-hmm. by cutting out the retailers. Yeah. Yeah. So and, and that's the thing, too, paying for shipping. We're paying a lot of money to ship this game. Which if you wait till it comes to retail, you don't have to pay that either. So you're going to get the game cheaper and not have to pay shipping. Potentially. And you'll have it in your hand the day you the day you paid your money. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so so with, so with that being said, I'm going to back uh, Deep Rock right now. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's the thing. It's like, I already know there's, uh, like I said, uh, on the October 17th, I already know the day that the next, um, um, dice throne hits Kickstarter and I don't think they should be there. They, they, they've got enough games. They, they, and it's going to be expensive. Their games are very well made and I love dice throne. I'm going to buy it. Even though I'm not a fan of the Marvel X-Men you know, I'm going to buy it anyways because it's dice throwing. It's one of the, like, this is that whole collector thing coming in. And I'm going to give them whatever they want. I'm going to buy everything that they I can. But it's like, uh, <laughs> that's part of the FOMO. Why do we crowdfund? FOMO. I might miss out on it. It took me a long time to get the Santa versus Krampus. Now, I've yeah. played it twice since August. Okay. Okay. We played it the day we got it. My daughter and I sat there at Gen Con and played it. And then she, we played it once more here because she wanted to play as Santa. And I was, she wanted me to play Krampus. And um, that's it. I don't know when it'll get to the shelf again, but I have it. And it makes me happy that I have it. And I don't want to miss out on this next that's one. It's a collector so in like, you. Yep. That's, yep. So I, I'm happy for crowdfunding for that aspect. But again, what if the game that you ordered doesn't live up to the hype? What if what if you move like you did? I mean, a game that has that you crowdfunded, like some of these people, it's been four or five years or three to four years and they still don't have it. A lot can happen at a time and you could be forced to move. Then what do you do? Yeah, usually it, you get the option to change your address. But not always. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah. And it's just, and I know one thing, it's just like, I swear that I ordered Cascadia landmarks from somewhere. I I could have swore I pre-ordered it from somewhere. I can't find it anywhere on any of my sites that I've ordered from. I'm like, I don't know. And just search your email. <laughs> That's what I usually do. I've searched, I've searched email. Can't yeah. find anything in there, but I'm like, I swear I pre-ordered it the day it was available to pre-order. I just don't know where. So now it's like, I know it's about to come out. It's like really close to hitting retail. So it's like, do I go get it as soon as I see it? 
or yes. do I hold out and see if it shows up? <laughs> Dude, so that's another the- thing you could get, you get too many. You start to like, okay, I got to just like, I got to rein this in and I got to be a lot more restrictive of what I'm doing. And uh-huh. I got kick kickstarters out till, you know, this time next year, it's like, why am I giving them all this money now? I may not want to play deep rock galactic expansions at this time next year. Maybe I've played myself through the base game. I'm like, nah, I'm good. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, what, yeah. cause what if it, yeah, too many things can change. So it really, yeah, I, I, I do feel like now that I've, and I've got like 16 out there right now, I counted 16 crowdfunded items that I'm waiting to come in and I'm going to have a 17th one here in two weeks. Oh, wow. <laughs> when I, when I add the uh, dice throne. So yeah, it's like, I'll have 17 crowdfund items active waiting for them to come in. And it's like, okay, I've got a lot of stuff that I've crowdfunded and I look at it now. I was looking at it earlier today and I I'm like, why, why did I get this? I don't even know why I bought, I don't even know why I got some of these. It was a moment of weakness. I, I got one dude. Let me just, I almost backed out of it the other day. I was trying to figure out if I could, um, it was worms, the board game. And I loved worms, the video game. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? This is this, this'll be fun. Cause it's got a lot of players and probably be a good game group one. But then it was like, it came up to like, do your final pledge or make changes. And I was like, why am I buying this? Oh no, it wasn't that one. It was bear mountain camping adventure. That was the one. And it's like expensive because I did the VIP all in with a bunch of add-ons. And I look back at it and I was like, why am I spending this money? Can I cancel this? And it looks like, you know, I was on the mobile app too. So, but it was like, we're closing out tonight. You got to do. And I was like, I was like, I don't want to get up and go to my computer to see if I can figure out how to, is there a way to back out after you've pledged? <laughs> but it's like, this is one I would drop if I could. Yeah. Because it's like, why did I spend all that money? I got yeah, hooked. Like, yeah. You had second thoughts. Yeah. Um, I got another one that I'm like, it's called flight plan. Um, it might be fun, but it's like, I don't know if I really need, you know, there's like, there's at least three right now. Isn't that the one that, that you I would back out of though? flight plan? No, 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 no. That's a different, no, that's uh, what's that called? That's you're thinking of a sky team. Yeah. Sky team. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, I've got that. No, this is a different game. Um, it's about like creating airlines around the world and setting okay. up routes and all this different stuff. I think it's like a, it almost kind of reminds me of in a way, um, ticket to ride, but with planes and I'm, I'm a huge airline plane guy. So I'm like, I'll try this. You're trying to build airlines and becoming a, a mogul airline mogul. Well, there, there's already a, um, there's already a game like that. Um, I've seen one at my store called Aviation Tycoon, and it's actually no, like on the, um, it's like on the used game or the, what do they call it? Um, they got a place where people can like sell their old games and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I keep picking it up every time I go in there, but I don't buy it. And I can't remember. 
name. I could have sworn it was done by Alan Moon. That's he did Ticket to Ride. Oh, that's gonna drive me nuts now. It's air, <laughs> airlines something. It's very much like it sort of reminds me of Ticket to Ride. Oh yeah. Anyway. Airport. Pan Am. <laughs> Frequent flyer. Planes. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's actually oh, that's a decent a, game. I like that one. AEG is uh yeah, that's one by AEG, so Okay, yeah. Airlines Europe. That's the one by Alan Moon. Oh, okay. That's a that's a decent game. I do like I really do like the Ticket to Ride games. I like stuff from uh, that game, that company. Um, who am I thinking of? Who makes the Ticket to Ride? Um, Days of Wonder. They they seem to put out some great stuff. This is Rio Grande games, so. Yeah, but if you look at it, at it, it's definitely oh. got the feel. It's yeah, I'm looking at pictures of it now. Yeah, it's got little airplanes in it. Cool, I want <laughs> I it. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> and it's got little spots where you put them in between, like uh, like the little cities. <laughs> and there's, if I remember right, there's like stocks and ownership <laughs> and stuff. It's a, it's a good game. It's, good. it's a good game. Rated 7.3. So. I might have to look for that. Yeah, I don't know. But anyways. Yeah, it's an old game. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know how available it is. Probably not. But yeah. But yeah, there's like things that's just like I have regrets on. So my regrets for them are things I've actually have out there now that I wish I could get out of. <laughs> so they're future that's regrets. My- their future regrets. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but anyway, anywho, I don't know. You, I, that, that's kind of, I think I enjoyed that discussion. Yeah. Um, it's not going to stop me from crowdfunding, but I think a lot of these things are going to help me to choose wiser. And I definitely want to, I think at this point, I think I'm at that point now. It's like, if it's not something like Deep Rock or Dice Throne or something that I really, really am into, that I'm just not going to crowdfund anymore. The It's just too much money to not be able to have it then. You know? And most of the stuff is going to... And I'm I don't back. think anything... Oh, Andy's back. Um, but anyways... Um, I don't think any of this is not going to hit the store anyway. So I'm just going to just going to start to uh, learn some lessons here and start to get uh, a little pickier about what I crowdfund. So. But that's it for me. (laughs) You got anything left, Rob? Or did I lose you for good? I may have lost Rob. He turned into a pumpkin, folks. It's all we got uh, like hour and fifty five minutes in, and I, I think he turned into a pumpkin. So, all right. Well, 
since I think I've lost him, uh, I'm going to go ahead and uh, let me message him. I'm here still. I'm just going to close the show out since it looks like I lost you. <laughs> so um, from Rob and myself, um, well, I just want to say thanks for listening. Feel free to, um, I don't know. Did I hear you, Rob? You back? I thought I heard him click. Um, but, uh, yep. Tell your friends about the show. Hopefully you guys like it. Um, and, um, we will be back in two weeks for episode 58. We will catch you all later. Thanks so much.